0: Underscore expressions on Instagram enjoy the episode Ah there we go hold on is it recording I have no idea (laughs) All right, cool. Okay, so we are recording, at least I think we are. Uh, I guess when I'm in record mode. I'm trying to act like I'm professional, but I'm not. (laughs) I'm still learning this whole progress, but the last few weeks we have been discussing, um, we're going to end up having to put y'all in the cage. So we got the dogs and everything sitting out here having... uh, You know, just having some time to really um, just talk with each other. Carlos has actually sick the last few days, and as a result of uh, that, you know, we've just had a lot of downtime to really just kind of process what's going on. Um, He did test for COVID, but we don't know yet, so we'll find out pretty soon. Um, But as I said, the topic is going to be about the discussion of therapy and how... It has kind of affected our relationship, maybe him as a person, how it affected me as a person. I've been very transparent about my experience in therapy um, because um, it has been an interesting journey for me um, to get involved in it. And Carlos, I would say within the last maybe nine to, maybe a year, he's really kind of got on board with uh, um, therapy at its total, so, um, you know, we're here to discuss that, so just to reintroduce myself, my name is Reggie uh, Garner, I do uh, a podcast called Reggie Expressions, I typically do it every Sunday, and uh, I'm in
1: season 3, and this is my husband, Carlos Socorro Garner, you don't have to look at the camera, (laughs) (laughs) and... um, Marion's about five years ago, Is One it six. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. Well, <laughs> everyone who knows me know I don't like to talk too much, or I don't like the cameras. I'm what? a little shy. <laughs> I like to talk, but I don't like the camera.
0: Hey, why are you <laughs> looking at me? Different? I mean, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel.
1: but yeah we're here on this journey to live life together for a while so therapy is a tool that we all need to and we all need to have access to because not everybody has access because insurance or whatever the case is is not cheap well, thanks God I have insurance that covers me. I only have to pay $20 or so co for my sessions, which is very helpful.
0: It's so <laughs> awkward. <laughs> um, so uh, before we get into, you know, the effects of therapy, just to kind of recap from the last couple episodes. Um, last episode was, you know, okay, I considered the idea of therapy. Now what? And that was really to just have the conversation. And uh, you know, I've been in therapy for over 15, 16 years, and in and out. But the last maybe four years, uh, pretty consistently, um, I have a white therapist who is just a guy who happens to you know, um, you know, enjoy what he does. I really think that we have a good connection. You know, I was also talking a little bit about. On a couple of the uh, other episodes, you know, now you can go out, you know, with Talkspace and other places like that that will allow you to be able to um, kind of have your conversations differently and, and see what works best for you. Uh, we're going to jump right into the topic. I will take a little bit of a break, but that's more or less for me to kind of time mark this myself, you know, before I, um, I end it. Like I said, we got the dogs here. You got Curry, who you guys can't see. You got Rico and Tuzi. Rico and Tuzi know they're gonna be stars, so they're gonna stay right here. And Kari is gonna move around because he does not know any better. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the effects of therapy to me, in my experience, has been a very good one. Um, you know, because I've used that as a lot of outlet to, to find myself. You know, it's weird because when I don't have my therapy session, I find myself Reacting weirdly to certain things uh, I might start to act out and feel like I'm being unheard and all this other stuff and it's it's very important for me to to carry on that consistent dialogue and um, One day my intention is to get past the idea of having to you know uh, Use therapy as frequently as I do but at this point I have no qualms about um, the consistency in which I use them so um let's get right into it um so carlos and i as i stated uh i am we are six years in a relationship five years married and one thing that i've learned in this relationship because this is the longest long-term relationship i've ever been in is that it takes a lot of work into going uh, into making two people happy on a consistent basis you know what i'm saying it isn't just the idea of professing love and you know all all we need is love and all this uh, Very metaphoric stuff that isn't necessarily true. And you really have to work hard at trying to maintain a sense of happiness a sense of uh, uh, um, Accomplishment, you know a sense of mystery, you know all those things are important in a relationship So it's not just love, you know Um, and we have had the journey of having a couples uh, therapy. Um, we also have uh, individual therapist mm-hmm. and um, the reason I brought Carlos on was more or less because of the idea that he is, like I said, very new into the process of his realization of you know some of the things that he's accepted in life and, and all this other stuff that probably wouldn't have been sorted out in terms of therapy. So. With that being said, I would like to ask the question to you and you know, take as long as you feel you need to answer it. But what was your idea of therapy before you met me and you know, yeah, before you met me?
1: Well, suddenly where I come from, um, it's hard to see. And I know because one of my cousins graduated as a psychologist but the idea over there of you being a psychologist is because it's only for crazy people. Mm -hmm. Which is not true, I realize it's not true. It's just, it's the people that guide you through the step of you being a person, being alive, and how to see things in this society that always point at you and criticize you. And you know, sometimes criticism can be bad, or it can be good, but most people always do the bad type of criticism. So for me, when I, our couples therapist suggested, and she gave me a quick little test, it was like 10 questions, and she said, you're depressed, you have signs of depression. So for me it was, no, 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 I'm not crazy, I'm not depressed. And I was denying to the idea of me needing therapy. But as I realized that I, it was right, or she was right, uh, I started to the search for somebody to speak my language, because everyone knows I'm, I'm Spanish. What? And my primary language <laughs> is Spanish, so for me it's a better understanding. The English I know, I learned it like people say on the street, and didn't go to school. So um, I'm still in the process of learning because my pronunciation, I, every day I learn something new, like just to that level. Winded. winded, winded. And um, you know, for me, it was easy to find somebody that speaks Spanish and go through the process. And I love it. Um, I'm mm-hmm. in love with the process of therapy. Mm-hmm. And I, I learned a lot in these last, few months or almost a year of therapy mm-hmm. and I'm glad he uh, introduced me to that and also Melissa who suggested it. So. As,
0: Melissa is our couples therapist. She's very sweet, very sweet girl and uh, she's one of those type of people and I think she has to be but you can read how she feels on her face. It is absolutely funny <laughs> especially with me. I'm a person that says I have no problems of being able to express myself, hence the podcast, right? So I don't have any problems expressing myself, but sometimes that can be to a fault. I think that because I'm so concerned about my experience and getting it out of the way or expressing myself that I might not necessarily consider parties involved. Um, And that's, you know, hey, that's just the way it is. It's it's nothing to be upset about or or mad about or anything, but... we share that uh, commonality as well um, in terms of thinking that it was for crazy people. But here's the thing, though. I never fully adopted the idea that it was for crazy folks. I just know, I knew how my family members talked about it. And um, I told this story about my father last week, you know, about him thinking out, well, you know, saying that I was sick and that's what he was telling everybody. You know, rather than saying that Reggie is having a mental health breakdown or something like that. um, You know, that was his best way of explaining it. And this is a, you know, now 70-something-year-old man who, you know, I'm pretty sure it was very tough for him to try to explain. But I I found that my stepmother also suffered from anxiety, too. So that was, you know, something that we shared in common as well. But I remember... When I came to grips with my anxiety and Carlos was there to to reach that episode, um, I think he understood the importance of therapy. Um, You know, for me, didn't really adopt the idea of therapy for himself because he had never experienced anything like that before. And, um, you know, other than just knowledge, you know, it wasn't something that he was really interested in doing. And me being on the outside looking in, you know, hearing him sometimes say, "So I don't need it," but then it's like, "But I go to therapy." So you trying to say I need it? It was easy for me to kind of internalize that and be like, "You know, what's good for the goose got to be good for the gander." So don't don't do me like that. Nah, don't be trying to say it's for crazy folks. And I'm up and going to therapy every Thursday. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes more frequent than that. You know, and uh, that's just the way it is. But you know, <clears throat> it wasn't until a year or so, where Carlos really kind of dug into what's what's what are these issues? What are what are these reoccurring things that uh, things that keep happening to me that keeps me in this space? Because this is what Carlos was doing. I'm I'm pulling back the curtains a little bit. Carlos would be like, I'd be like this. Hold on, I'm gonna see if he answered the question. How how you doing? Good. He answered it exactly how I thought he was going to answer. That's exactly what he does. Let's fast forward to something that... Um, what's up, D? How you doing? Uh, Savion, uh, Keeley, um, how are you guys? But uh, he answered it exactly how I thought he was going to answer. But he says good, but he's not good. <laughs> and it's not until we're sitting down having a conversation about something that I'm frustrated or passionate about Where he then, you know, is so into, I need to eat and I'm hungry or nothing else matters. But what I'm going through at this point, I don't want to argue. He becomes very resistant and explain that. Explain, you know, well, if you don't mind, explain, you know, um, number one, why do you just say good? And then, you know, kind of walk me through or talk us through you know, what you're feeling when you feel overwhelmed in those times where you feel like I'm kind of attacking and pressuring you.
1: Uh Part of it is uh, the difference of the culture. You know, you being American, being Latin, Spanish person. Back in home, we don't learn about this stuff. Maybe now, the society has grown a little bit more, but for me, it's kind of like you just also had to do something with my family or my parents uh, arguing all the time. And uh, my dad breaking stuff around and then all of us crying. And I just go to a corner and cry and don't say anything. Uh, we cannot say anything, but um, it's a, uh, I would say how to hold the stuff in and thinking that nobody gonna hear you, nobody cares. You know, it has it has a lot to do with how I grew up. Also, mm-hmm. uh, I'm a victim of, how do you say, uh, sexual mm-hmm. assault or abuse. Mm-hmm. And I was five when that happened, and it happened for a while. So being gay back then, it was something really bad, nobody talks about it, nobody talks about sex. It's a lot of uh, feelings that have repressed inside me. Mm -hmm. And all you're going to say when they say something, or you hear people commenting about somebody who's gay, or is this way or that way, and you hear the bad comments, or how people talk about those people. And you don't want to be point at. Oh, you one of them, or you that type, or whatever. So you always say, "I'm good, I'm good, I'm good," and you don't let uh, how you really feel out. Mm-hmm. And they have something to do with that. But I'm learning how to express myself and how to, you know, live with the fact that this society is cruel a lot of times, or most of the times about who you are, or what your feelings are, and things like that. Mm-hmm. So therapy has helped me to realize that I'm a, just a human being, and I can make mistakes, but I also can fix it. And the best way to do it is talk about.
0: Mm-hmm. So when I was going through, uh, you know, actually getting reconnected into the VA, which I think we were in the process of, or we were in together, we were together during that time. Period. When you heard that I was going to therapy, how, I mean, for somebody who thought that it was for crazy folks, what did
1: you think about... I was a little scared. I will not deny that. And I guess I never said that before. But I said, I like this man. I'm interested in, you know, having a relationship with him. He seemed like he cared for me. So I started reading and searching about depression and all that. and how to react or talk when he had a panic attack. I was freaking out the first time, even though I didn't show up, but... Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if you see it, but... What were you thinking? I was scared, I was just scared. What scares you? I mean... Um, how are you gonna be reacting, or what's gonna happen next, or, you know? I didn't know because I never deal with it, so... Mm-hmm. I think for me, when I had my
0: first panic attack around Carlos was, I was embarrassed. I felt very embarrassed. Uh, I felt, you know, seen, but not in a good way. Just imagine, like, somebody walking in on you naked, like a brother or sister. You know what I'm saying? Because normally, I had my panic attacks behind closed doors. You know, it wasn't, you know, uh, and at that time, I didn't know what my triggers were. But, you know, that was something that was very, like, frustrating to me and you know I, I I will always say that I appreciate and love him for the honesty and concern and care that he gave. But unfortunately that night I think that he learned how to and that was something that we had to learn over in our therapy, but I think he learned how to avoid making me feel that way rather than embracing me in those moments and and, and, and nurturing me through it. And I I say I did that to myself too. You know I was being very I was babying, babying myself in that way. In terms of you know what you're stressed out you're anxious you're in a panic attack try to forget it try to forget it try to forget it. But that's that's a little further than 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 we will than I'm looking to go at this point. So, um, but yeah so you know um I can understand why you would be concerned why you would be scared about it and um you know. I appreciate you choosing differently. What are you gonna say?
1: I mean, now at this point, I know you always hide when... Or don't tell me when Mm -hmm. you have a panic attack. Mm -hmm. But at this point, I know how to react and how to handle it. It's not necessarily that I hide it. I think what it is is... No, I I said it wrong. I mean, you don't tell me. Mm -hmm. Is happening and well until right, I'll tell me afterwards, right? Oh, last night I have a funny good time, yeah. <laughs> oh, and that's
0: typically you. because Carlos is uh snoring and he's not the nicest person in the world whenever you wake him up in the middle of the night, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, y'all don't want to be on the other end of Carlos being angry about sleeping because I swear to goodness and to Bob and everybody else, that oh, man yeah, is not nice. Um, <laughs> So, but anyway, it's not because of that. I, I typically kind of go through it on my own. I would much rather do it in the dark, not because I'm hiding it, but more or less like it's, it's less, it's, I, it gives me an opportunity to not focus on it as much, right? When I do have them. <clears throat> so there's that. Um, my next question is, is, okay. So you saw that I was going to therapy. Was there ever a point in time where you felt comfortable by the idea of me going to therapy? Because I was going to therapy for a while before you and I, I went to couples therapy.
1: I know, but um, um, I learned by what I read on the internet. Mm-hmm. You know, what's uh, depression, was anxiety, all of that. So I just thought, okay, there's people who you know work on that and i know you were going for your own good so i understand that you have to so it wasn't a like i was scared or concerned so you had to do it got to do it for his own good but mm-hmm. for our own
0: good so um i'm gonna take a little bit of a not a break but i am gonna take a pause in this conversation really quickly so i can do a commercial <laughs> uh about anchor um it's the easiest way to make a podcast all right um i am currently in season three as i told you guys and it's super easy all you got to do is go and download the application called anchor fm either on your iphone or your android or if you have um computers that you would prefer to use you can also uh use the native app and it's anchor.fm all right so um It's really easy. You can record from the native app. Right now, I'm using GarageBand, which is a little bit more complicated, and uh, you can get a little bit more um, editorial value. Thank you, um, uh, uh, Black Curry. I appreciate that. Um, And you can name it whatever you want. The good thing about uh, about Anchor FM is they will host it for you. You can find it on Google. You can find it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, which is where I am already. So if you think your boy is small-timing it, come on, cut it. Right, because I'm doing my thing. All right, season three. I don't want to have to say that again. But anyway, uh, download Anchor FM today to get your podcast started. All right. So. <laughs> um. Uh, so. All right. We. Dun, dun dun Start the idea of deciding to go to therapy.
1: Um, what did you think? Uh, I was a little afraid at first, mm-hmm. and I did it because, like I said before, I love him, and <laughs> mm-hmm. as I say, why not, let's mm-hmm. see what this is about, and, but I was skeptical about Why? going. Why? Because, I, like I say, I, in am back of my head, I say this is for crazy people, mm-hmm. but, if we want a relationship it works better mm-hmm. since we have two different cultures mm-hmm. and we have some difference when it comes to express and say things like you guys know english is not my primary language so sometimes i misunderstand things well i don't know how to say things so the best way for me was like okay let's work this out together mm-hmm. So when she told me that I have depression or I have signs of anxiety, so I was like, ah, ah, no, I'm not crazy. (laughs) Okay.
0: So our first session that we had, what do you remember?
1: Actually, I don't remember. I was actually thinking that too when
0: I was asking myself, what do I remember? Well, can you remember how you felt when you got
1: done? I was a little scared. Oh, you were scared then? Nervous. Nervous. Nervous, nervous, okay. Wow. Because I didn't know what it was about, and I don't know what she's going to be asking. Or. or better yet, when we were in the therapy session, how did you feel? Like I said, I felt nervous. So I feel anxious. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, what's this going to be? Mm-hmm. What are going to be asking? You know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the first question she
0: asks is, how are you? <laughs> and what did you say? I'm good. And she, you know, with her face, is like, really, Carlos? Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, really, Carlos? Are we good?
1: Are you good?
0: Yeah, stop. <laughs> you know, and I'm over like, but when I say, and I'm all this, and every time I get upset, and I don't understand. And, you know, because that's the kind of person I am. You know, she looked over at Carlos like, how do you feel? (laughs) And we ain't making fun of Melissa at all. We love her. I promise you guys that. Yeah, I love Melissa too. But, you know, that was really how the the conversation is. Because I don't got no problems with being able to express myself. I really don't. I've never had that issue. Um, And... You know, for me, I I think as a kid, and no disrespect to my parents or anything like that, they did the best that they could do, but I had to be an advocate for myself at a very young age. And the way I talk now, I've always talked this way. You know what I'm saying? It's not anything new or different for me. I've always had this level of conviction, concern, and discernment in my voice, even as a child. So for me, it's just one of those things that I've kind of conquered and and mastered over time and then you know having therapy and taking a beat to be able to understand how I feel about certain things I think has just been something I've been able to do you know pretty well and been receptive to the whole idea of therapy so um, you know I mean it is what it is but you know it doesn't come naturally for everybody and sometimes it takes a couple questions for people to you know, it took a little
1: bit for her to pull it out, and I think the first. It's true, and, and I'm the type of person that I like to filter stuff, mm-hmm. or oh, I used to. I'm learning and I'm trying to be more expressive when mm-hmm. it comes to my feelings, when it comes to how I feel about when he says something mm-hmm. that may not be bad, but I took it the wrong way, or vice versa. Uh, you know um, mm. I'll say I'm still learning my English so it, it, is, it is hard, especially being in a relationship for me after 37 years old, when I started experiencing it, well, not 37, 33 when I came to this country 21 years ago. back at home I never have a relationship, neither woman or man. Because it was, if it was a man, it was bad, and if it was a woman, I don't wanna lie to anybody, pretending to be a straight or so, or getting married with a lady or a woman used to please my parents or society. Uh, that never crossed my mind. And I'm learning, I'm new into this, I'm like 53 years old, and it's a process, it's a journey. And it's not easy. I mean, everybody who know, who being married, being in a relationship, know that's the case. Um,
0: I was going to ask you a question. I completely forgot now now. Um, Damn it, man. What was it? I don't know. I can't even remember. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was... And, the, you know, the, some of the things, it was interesting because when we were going through therapy, you know, over time, you know, um, Melissa would say, you guys don't really have, you know, like super issues, super bad issues, issues right? Yeah. And she was just, I think she liked the fact that we were both kind of open to the idea of the willingness to change or just to, to make each other happy. Yep. but the issue and not to go too much into detail but the issue I think a lot of times is you know sometimes when we go to therapy it can be overwhelming the information that we get and we feel like we have to leave there and change everything that we've ever known and it's hard to you know decipher what's more important so you you end up um Kind of raging against the machine a bit and not doing anything. And that was a constant like situation for, uh, for us, because even though we would have the tools to be able to be successful in terms of you know getting through, I would find myself being frustrated again because of something that I had to repeat. and you know, and it, it, that was frustrating for me because I would go to my therapy and talk about my stuff. And then go to our therapy and talk about our stuff and my stuff and he only had therapy with us hearing in lines um, you know suggesting to him that he should get his own therapist now I do have a tendency as a fixer um, myself um, to I wouldn't necessarily say diagnose him because I'm not a doctor but I am very analytical and I say that to say I am a Super fixer. And what I mean by that is, is I put myself in a position of trying to fix things. So not only am I trying to take in what it is I'm saying or what is happening to him. I'm also trying to find solutions in terms of maybe having him think of it this way, which is typically what a therapist would do. Um, and uh, or at least I think. And I'm in no way, shape or form saying that I'm a therapist. So I'm aligning myself as a therapist. So don't at me or try to be like Reggie thinks because that's not the case. I felt like that was the only way that we were going to be able to get to a place of of joy, if you will, and reveling in it. So I started, you know, um, over the time of us going through therapy, start pushing him to maybe start because I started to notice some of the signs of of anxiety and, and 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 depression in him that i saw in myself in the very beginning and um you know that concerned me so i you know would bring it up in therapy with our couple's therapist and um melissa Then you know he was completely apprehensive about it now can you talk to us about that about you getting your own therapist
1: Yeah, my job provided me three free sessions, and I said, okay, let's give it a try. No,
0: no, 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 because it didn't go that
1: well or that easy. (laughs) Well, I was like denying the fact that I needed therapy. Mm -hmm. So I found somebody in Spanish, and immediately after I left the message, they called me back. Let
0: me tell you the real tea. Carlos was like, no, but he didn't, like, say no. He just wouldn't do anything. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? He was like, they was like, oh, you need to get a therapist. Okay. <laughs> Why are
1: you putting in my business? Two
0: weeks later, Carlos, did you talk to anybody? Oh, I got I to gotta call my job. I'm going to call them. I got to go to the HR place. And I'm going to. Two weeks later, Carlos, did you go by the HR? Oh no, I've just been really busy. I've been really busy. I can't. <laughs> I can't go to. You know, I have to I'll go. Just
1: tell the people. And then deny myself. I no,
0: I'm people. saying. But what you're trying to do is you was trying to make it essay like oh, I just was like hey, I need. And then I called No, it was not like that at all. He was like no, 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 no. But Carlos is not one of those people that are gonna tell that's gonna tell you no to your face. His actions are going to show you that he means no, right? So that, that's what I was trying to say. So we get to the idea, you take the test, she says that you're depressed, so on and so forth. You get through all of that and you decide to call, you know. Yeah, I call them. Um, how, did you start right off with
1: Indira or did you have somebody else? Well, when I called the job and they gave me a list of. Therapist that speak Spanish around my area. Mm -hmm. Uh, I called and left a few voicemails, and Indira was the first one to call back and say she was available, Mm -hmm. and I went with her. Okay. Two days after, somebody has called me, and said, no, I already got an appointment with Indira, so I tried Indira, and she was great. She's amazing. She's from Cuba. So, uh, do you remember when your first um, therapy session? A little bit. Uh, that first one was more about she asking me who I was and all the details about my childhood and mm-hmm. you know, getting to know each other Oh, she getting to know me. Mostly like kind of like a bio biography mm-hmm. of who I was. And then uh, after that, we start talking about the traumas of the childhood, um, this uh, abuse, and. Me, Carlos, was gone once every six months. Uh-uh. Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> then about the issues with my parents, my parents getting divorced after 36 years, uh, the back, their religious background, being Christian, Pentecostal. Growing up as a gay boy In the middle of that Uncle's telling me That they're gonna kill me Or shoot me with a gun They definitely out I was gay So it was a lot, a lot, a lot to take at my younger age And The thing about it was I think the thing that really
0: kind of Well, in the very beginning Carlos was, I mean, he did it And I think he was just going through emotions And then for him, I think it was more or less like, you know, shit, this is not really helping me because it's making him sad. And he was crying all the time. And I will have to say fast forwarding it, fast forwarding it, forwarding, forwarding, fast forwarding it to today. I mean, it's it's a complete 180 uh, from where we started um, because he's a lot more receptive. I mean, Indira is amazing and I have to, you know, give her props because, you know, when my mom passed, she gave me some extra time because I've had sessions with him before, um, with Indira, and um, um, <clears throat> she gave me some extra time to to process some stuff with my mom and, and all that stuff. What I thought, which I thought was absolutely amazing, and you know, she she does, she's very good at what she does. You know, she's kind of slick. You know, she's not like Melissa <laughs> in a, in the sense that Melissa is like, mm, you know, trying to read your face and you know she's more like she's more direct when it comes to you know being able to like if she sees that there's something or opening she's going to ask questions so Mm -hmm. i absolutely love that about her you know in in the very beginning and this is probably my mistake i thought that you know carlos was you know just really just talking about surface shit and i just didn't didn't feel like there was any movement and then uh you know uh carlos goes pretty frequently now but at the time he was going like every 2 weeks and then I'm wouldn't go for like go this week cheese on spring break <laughs> <laughs> um you know he would go uh, one week and then 6 weeks and then you know one week and then 2 months so it was very sporadic and i just felt like would, we needed a little bit more you know um you know, uh, uh a tent, you know, so, attention to be to detail. honest.
1: To be honest, uh, even though after the fourth fifth therapy, I was still skeptical. I was like, mm-hmm. you know, and I think it also, you know,
0: I mean, I start finding myself still being frustrated about certain stuff that we would go over, over and over again, and then, um, it just was like, you know, you really gotta start figuring this stuff out you know not to go too much into detail but Carlos has pains and I honestly and truly think that that has something to do with you know the the anxiety and and all that other stuff that he has it defines its way in his um, in his uh, his pains I think it hurts more because of that and uh, you know I feel like we kinda we kinda I need we needed to get more into trying to fix these issues and getting past it rather than just talking about surface stuff. And I, you know, congrats to him to, um, you know, for taking up that that initiative and actually, you know, going forth. Like, he has more therapy sessions than I do now. Um, And that's more or less because I'm in the VA and I don't even want to get in a whole discussion about the VA and how they, you know. I mean, those of you who are in the VA know. Yeah. No, he's over there doing this little thing. He's also humping, too. I notice he's doing that now, nasty ass. He's whining too, I right hear you. Yeah, he is. He's whining about, There's the thing in his mouth. And he's like, mm-hmm. no um, But yeah, I mean, <clears throat> we, uh, we've had a really interesting road to navigate. So, I, I mean, overall, um, the effects of therapy, I think, has been positive. There are moments that it's sad. There's moments that it's good. There's moment that, moments that it makes you angry. There's moments where you and feel I'm like crying. it's not, right. And you feel like you're not getting through, but you have to push past that. You know, it, it takes time, like everything else. It takes it time. You it to be constant,
1: because um, <coughs> in the beginning, like you said, um, I was like still skeptical, and I didn't want to go too frequently. But then as uh, the time passed, I feel like I need it every week. And this week I'm sad because she, the spring break, she, she has family too. She's another human being. She got kids, and she got to go on vacation with the kids. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'll see you in two weeks. <laughs> <I was> <laughs> <sad>. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, but that's it, guys. Um, I
0: appreciate you guys hanging out and being part of the conversation. You know, I try my best to be as transparent as possible, um, and I do feel like it's a sense of responsibility to me to make sure that I revel in that and I appreciate it. Thank you. Mm. I, I appreciate you appreciate that. Appreciating that. Mm. Um but I feel like it's my responsibility to keep the conversation going when it comes to black uh
1: black people or And the community because I know how stubborn we are. Mm-hmm. And we think all Spanish people think go to therapies for crazy people. Yeah.
0: And it's not. So, you know, we're we're trying to be the 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 best advocates that we can be because we ain't perfect, you know, like he said many times and you know, we trying to do our best to, um, oh, thank you so much, Black Curry. You hung out the whole entire time, man. you the real MVP. I appreciate you. <laughs> um, but we're going to go ahead and go. Um, thank you guys so much. Again, you can find me on social media, Reggie's underscore expressions. And it's R-E-G-G-E-E-S underscore expressions on Facebook and on Instagram. And okay? Spotify, Spotify, podcast, podcast. Uh, Apple Podcasts, podcast. Google Podcasts, and Anchor FM is where you can find me. Please leave comments, shares, and everything else you possibly can. Please do. Because we want to make this big. I am on Apple, so don't get it twisted, son. <laughs> I'm not talking about you, Black Curry, but uh, uh, oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, he said he really enjoyed it. Thank you, man. I, I, I appreciate that. It, it means a lot. But, yeah, you know, just to keep the conversation going, we don't have to end here. Hopefully, this plants some seeds out there for you guys to maybe do what you need to do. I'm in no way pushing anybody to get on that door. But what I am saying is, you know, you do need to take the moment for yourself and be kind to yourself and allow yourself to understand that it's okay to be vulnerable and it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be upset, but it's not okay to stay in it. Yeah.
1: All right? And it's okay not to be good, but. You have to find help. You have to search for help. Mm-hmm. Please do. Carlos
0: is sick, so I'm not gonna kiss him. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a good rest of your night. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. And yeah, uh thank y'all for watching. We love you guys. All right. And he's freezing. And we're hungry because we didn't eat. So and Lucy say bye. 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 Sign language uh, interpreter No, no, sure. no, she's not yes, she's,
1: a, yes. she's an elegante interpreter yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, enjoy uh, your night Peace <laughs>